Previously on Irritable Dad Syndrome. The monk uh-huh. has the was, key. Was acting monkey. The the monk was mm-hmm. acting particularly monkey. Monkey today on Tuesday. Right on Tuesday, the monk was uh-huh. monkey. I'm going to ask you something. Hmm? Please don't put this as the cold open. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome, the podcast with no regard for all common sense. Here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey everybody, I'm Darren. I'm Mike. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. It is episode 55, and we're very excited that you're with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying mm-hmm. to, um, last, last hold episode. It. Could that sound more fake? <laughs> Could that sound more like I'm reading? And we are very excited that you're here with us. Insert name mm-hmm. here. I reckon we are. <laughs> hey, we're happy that you're here. Hey, all right. Yeah. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> no, so the last time yeah. uh, we did this. <laughs> waka, waka. I didn't do any math. Uh-huh. No, and we're not doing I'm math not tonight. Do math no, again, no. even though five times eleven is fifty-five. <laughs> five is my favorite number. Stop it! It is my favorite number. Why is five your favorite number? Because it's divisible by five. <laughs> Such a nerd! Such a nerd! Stop it! You're gonna we're gonna lose our momentum here. Okay. Welcome. Hey, we've got some new <laughs> listeners from Europe. We do. We've, we're back on the charts in Slovakia. Oh, fantastic. I love Slovakia. Germans. There's uh-huh. some Germans listening to us yeah, now. Somebody yeah. from Estonia, which I didn't even wasn't even sure that was a real place. You know what? A couple of weeks ago, I reached out to a friend of mine who is... In Estonia? No, she's from Australia. Okay. Oh, we got two downloads from there. I know. I sent her a link. Yeah. And I said, do your magic. Uh-huh. And they may be because of the link that I sent to... Her. They so downloaded thank you, two Allie. episodes and never again. So <laughs> I don't know. It was I, I told you yeah. to stop bad mouthing kangaroo. I know, I know. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So anyway, uh, we've got some news. If you remember early on in the podcast, uh, it was episode what four or five was it that we had to ban oh, a listener? We're gonna okay. talk about these. We had to ban a listener okay. of the show. He was acting, uh, he was rude. He was incorrigible. He was just, he was like that guy at the party that shows up, hey, everybody, look at me, talk to me. And then he sits down and he'll never he was, leave. He was uncouth. He was, thank you, very uncouth. We banned him from the podcast, yeah. okay? After a while. Andy Dufresne in the Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. referred to him as obtooth. Obtooth, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Over time, yes, he his attitude changed, his behavior changed, yeah, and he showed that he could become a better listener, a better supporter of the podcast, and an overall a better person. Yeah. And okay. we decided to unban him. Yeah. Well, we've got news. He is banned again. He's a repeat offender. He's a repeat offender. And he's proof that going to ban jail does not it does not cure the problem. It doesn't cure the problem. No. It doesn't reform. It does not. The person. It does not. Um, so here's the thing. Yeah. This person, do you want to go ahead and name him? Chris Hughes. Chris Hughes is banned again. I need to wash my mouth out with soap. I know. We're banning him again because he is um, a patron of the show. And we're as, not banning him because he's a patron. Oh, no, no. We still, yeah. we're not banning him from being a patron. Yes. We're just banning him from the show. We still yeah. want his money. We'll happily take his We're going to take his money. <laughs> He's just no longer allowed to listen to the show. Yeah. I want that to be clear. He, he, okay, he needs to download it. Uh huh. And, and not and not listen, listen to, to it. it. Yeah. Turn the volume all the way down. To exactly. <laughs> so yeah. as a patron, okay. you are allowed to vote for episode titles. Okay. Yeah. And when we go through the show, we find what we think is our favorite title. Then we grab another one. Well, well, let me. That's, let me, the, yeah, let that's me. like an. Close, yeah. okay, yeah. and then we put a couple more on there to fill it out. Yeah. It's like on watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Who was the first president yeah. of the United States? Was it George Washington, John F. Kennedy, or Snoop Dogg? You yeah. know, it's not Snoop Dogg. Yeah, okay, you know that. Right. There are show titles that you know are not supposed to be a show title, and we always pick our favorite. And we yes. actually hear some behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We go ahead and post it. Right. Like it's only visible by me and Darren. Yeah. But you know we want to we, we need to have the ability to listen to what the other person did, right? So that we don't have any more quack mistakes, right? Or you know sometimes we'll have a late night text, 
Darren, do you have to put that many <laughs> sound effects in the in the video in the I thing, like the or sound or effects. you'll you'll come back and say, hey, you know, there, maybe that story about the alien abduction where they shoved a curtain <laughs> rod in my ear is not appropriate, right? Okay, and right. we can take that out, right. but we always name it what we think it should be exactly. named. Exactly. I've been very regimented mm-hmm. and disciplined. Yes, there's been a couple times when the Hughes's. Yes. Have voted for something. Yes. And we're like, who farted? Like five or six weeks Why ago. Why did you do that? We had an episode yeah. that was supposed to be called Ice Cream Be Delicious. That's a good title. And yes, that was the best title. And they went with Don't Screw With Lasagna. Which is okay. fine. It's fine. That one was fine. Yeah. Okay. And then a couple of weeks ago, what was it? We wanted the show to be called Your Mama Don't Count <laughs> Crackers in the Rain. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I think I know what one of the titles for this was going to be. And they picked the they picked the wrong one. Yeah, and we went with it. And I was so, upset. So this this last one, episode fifty four, mm-hmm. was the first time when yeah. we f- we finally made I I we as a as said, a team made an executive said, decision. No. It's called Truck Nuts Troy. Yes, I don't care what they they, what they voted vote for, for the worst title. Kroger Jail. Yeah, let's go to Kroger Jail. That one was the Snoop Dogg of the choices. And they we, should know that. They should be smart enough to know that. What yeah. type of people do we have as listeners, we, as patrons for the show? We kind of, we. I, th- I feel like we know them to a degree. We kind of well, generally I, know I, I thought, what they're going to pick. I thought I knew them. And we thought there's no way. And we thought wrong. There's no way they're going to see a title yeah, yeah. with truck nuts in it, and, and they're not going to pick. They're it. not going to pick that. There's there was a Kroger jail. You can't fail. Hell, what I think one of the potential titles was this is a good title. I think yeah. that was actually <laughs> or what's a good title? What's a good what's a good name? What's a good name? Yeah. Kroger Jail mm-hmm. and Truck Nuts Troy. Right. And you get heathens yeah. like the Hughes's. Yeah. They're going to do Truck Nuts Troy. It was like, we're done. Yeah. Game over. It's all over. And then yeah. I'm telling Darren, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm texting you. I was like, oh my God. They're voting for the least interesting title that they could possibly so vote like, for. So I'm like, screw it. We're not doing this. You know, when we so, get more patrons, mm-hmm. you know, when it becomes an actual majority of people yeah. and we yeah. see like there's little battles going on and what the right. titles are, right. I feel like I'll release the dictator's hold. Mm-hmm. Now- I will say mm-hmm. that Truck Nuts Troy yeah. and the Kroger Jail thing tied, and we reserve the right to choose the winner. Well, it's me, you, and Dave Lay yeah. who picked Truck Nuts Troy. Yeah. It was three to, to their it, two. So it's more of an electoral college, is sure. what you're saying. Well, it was the popular vote and the electoral vote. Yeah. Yeah. It, it won both. Yeah. But by too close of a margin. I know. And so what we've done is what you should do, what's appropriate, I think, in any democracy, mm-hmm. is when the people vote against what the ruling class want to have happen, right. the ruling class bans the people right, and retains power. So here's the and deal. That's what we've done. Chris Hughes, you're banned from the podcast again. Yeah. After this segment, you need to turn the podcast off. Yeah. Lisa Ferguson, you are also banned from this podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to put her on probation. No. You're banning no, both of them. I'm banning both of them. Yeah. Because she's right there with him. She's probably provoking him. Yeah. He may have been reformed. You know And what? then she turned him. There's been reports. Yeah. Unsubstantiated reports. All but right. I believe them. Okay. Chris is at a higher level. Well, if it's on Patreon. the internet, it's true. He has yeah. a higher level yes, than she is. is. Yes. And there's been reports that she has heard mm-hmm. things that she should not be hearing uh-huh. at her level. Right. So That's right. I think not only... Mm-hmm. Is she banned? But she's also on probation. I think we need to get our legal team. Okay. I think we need well, to get call Andrew Jackson Gibbons on the case. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, you're, you're still patrons. Please keep sending money. Yeah, keep sending us money. But you're banned from the podcast. But we need your downloads. So yes. you play yeah. the podcast, mm-hmm. turn the volume down. Yes. Any of your and I hope you've learned your lesson. If you have any friends that listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, you're not allowed to talk to them about the podcast. Right. Except to say, you should download the newest podcast. It's exactly. really good. And I'd like to take this moment to say that if you're a new listener to this podcast, Welcome. if you would like to support us financially, yeah. go to irritabledadsyndrome.com yeah. and go under Patreon, and you can sign up for, there are several plans. Right. You become a patron to the show. Yeah. And what you do is you help us financially, and by that, that helps us 
uh, get money to, to afford, advertise afford this damn this thing. show. Yeah, exactly. It helps us pay for the uh, the webbing, the hosting, the hosting, the, all of that, all stuff. this stuff, the software that we're recording this. Exactly, on, all this exactly. stuff. We're that's, we're in the hole. That's as what it were. <laughs> that's why we ask people to support the show. That's why we do. Yeah, yeah, to help us exactly. keep doing it. Because at some yeah. point, we're not we're, buying it, a jet. At one point, it's going to be like uh, your little <laughs> thing that you do in the basement with your buddy. That's uh, cost us five thousand dollars. We could we could be eating. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> this portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Barney Miller. How Lyndon and Abe Vigoda star in this Emmy award-winning comedy series that's fun for everybody. Tune in each week and enjoy the wacky antics of police officers who somehow manage to keep the streets safe in Greenwich Village's 12th Precinct. You won't want to miss a single episode. Barney Miller, now streaming on Crackle. So you've been sick. Yeah. We, we, we're on an off night. Yes. For a number of reasons. Yeah. One of them is that you were hacking up lungs. <laughs> Last Thursday, I was at work and I sneezed a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Just just a sneeze, right? Yeah. Uh, Friday morning. These I days, have, that'll get you shot. I understand. Well, yeah. Friday morning. Like with, with a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Friday morning, I had a sore throat. Luckily, I'm one of the people who have an option of working from home. Mm-hmm. And I consider this a blessing. I had a sore throat. I work from home in case yeah. this turned into anything. Turns out my son also has a sore throat, a cough. Okay. We're keeping an eye on it because yeah. this happens every year when the temperature drops about 10 degrees. We yeah. both get uh, <coughs> one of those things. You need to eat more right. ice cream sandwiches. I know. I love ice cream sandwiches, especially since I've started doing this show with you and you talk about them every single flipping week. I have a craving for ice cream sandwiches the size of Montana. Yeah. I would eat an ice cream sandwich the size right. of Montana. Oh, I would too. So Saturday, I've got a really bad cough. Okay. And we both went to urgent care. We both got tested. Yeah. And my son had an upper respiratory thing. He took the rapid test, negative for COVID. Okay. I took a rapid test, negative for COVID. They figured out that I had sinusitis. I'm coughing to beat the band. I swear. I'm almost blackout coughing. I'm coughing so hard. And I get this almost every year okay i cough so hard you could probably hear me from your house yeah they gave me antibiotics and steroids i'm on steroids mike and then i reached out to my pcp and she hooked me up with some other uh pills to take for this cough okay. the cough is almost completely gone but she says it lingers for like four to six weeks four to four six, to six weeks, weeks. Oh, Jesus. What the? i know so anyway if i start that makes me want to cough just, <laughs> just hearing that so if I go into a coughing fit, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. I feel a lot better now. That's Th- good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, that's good. Don't think uh, you asked I, to know I don't want a sick yeah. person no, in no. my house. Well, even sicker than I am. But It's time now for the Kroger Story of the Week. My wife loves me so much. She hates, absolutely hates going to the grocery store. Okay. She loves me so much she went to the grocery store. Okay. Because she told me, she says, I'm going to run out to the pharmacy and pick up your prescription for you. I said, okay, thank you. That's very sweet. An hour later. You go to the Kroger pharmacy, don't you? No. No? No. No, we go to Walgreens. What? An hour later, she yeah. she's like, you know what? We needed groceries. And Darren always goes, she went. And so that was awesome. Very yeah. sweet of her. Yeah. And I have been trying, trying so hard to limit the amount of sweets that I eat. Hmm. She bought me a box of Little Debbie Swiss cake rolls mm-hmm. because I was feeling bad. Mm-hmm. And then she bought the boys Pop-Tarts. And oh. then she bought the boys ice cream. And yeah. then she bought the boys donuts. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to stop going to the store. And the kids are like, Mom can go to the store every week. What flavor of Pop-Tarts? The uh, brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, those that's the There's, old-fashioned classic. Okay, in you my, can't beat the classics. In my opinion, there are two okay. worth having. All right, okay. that's one of them. The frosted strawberry, okay, and the brown sugar cinnamon. See, I That's, go with the frosted cherry. Okay, I I've had them. Route. I had them, and I do like them. Yeah, I think they pale in comparison to the strawberry. When I was a kid, it was always frosted blueberry. Uh huh. But I progressed to yeah. cherry and brown yeah. sugar and cinnamon. Yep. So I was thinking that I'm not going to have a Kroger story because Libby went to Kroger instead yeah. of me, and I asked yeah. her, "I'm like, did you run into anybody? Uh-huh. No. Did the cashier say anything funny? No. no. Anything happen in the produce department?" No. Was there anybody at the crowbar? No. I'm like, did you even go to the store? Did you was did you walk by the cheese? Nothing? <laughs> did Not, you walk nothing. by the cheese? And I'm just like, I'm like, did, what about the parking lot? Did oh, you see there's any, always something going there's down always in the parking lot. Something screwed up in the parking lot. No. Yeah. Nothing. 
Nothing. So I had, I was like, I have nothing. There's always the random jackass that's sashaying across. Right. They know you have to stop because you don't want to go to jail for manslaughter. Sashay. Say they sashay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was upset that I wasn't going to have a Kroger story. Okay. Until today, this morning, Mm -hmm. um, uh, my boss told me, you know what? Work another day from home until you feel 100% better. So I'm working from home. It's lunchtime. And I was going to run out to the Penn Station. Okay. I love sandwiches at Penn Station. Okay. Going to get some potato chips. So okay. I stopped by the Kroger. Okay. And I ran into Kroger real quick to get potato chips and milk uh, before I got my Penn Station sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking through Kroger and I see this, I can't really call her a girl. She's probably in her 20s. A okay. young person. That's that a I know. girl. That's a girl. Yeah. It's I a see lady. This, yeah, I, I feel like I, I need to. I uh, see this young lady that I know. My comment is that <laughs> I am more than double that age. I'm to it's the point where anybody in their 30s yeah. looks like a kid to me. Yeah, 30s or true. younger. I'm like, well, my yeah. God, put the rattle, put the, put the, uh, what the, do you, the, the, the rattle and the binky down. <laughs> so I see this, this young lady uh-huh. that I know, yeah. and I, for the life of me, I can't remember where I know her from. Yeah. And it, and I don't know if that bothers you, but it kind of gets me because I'm getting to that age where I'm starting to forget names uh-huh. and, and it's like, I don't want to forget things. Well, I, I keep a Rubik's Cube in my car. Yeah. Right? And I solve this damn thing every day to help with my memory skills. Yeah. I really do, because this is something that I'm concerned with. I can't so, remember anyone's name. Yeah. I, I meet somebody, and, and literally two right. seconds later, I don't right. know their name. But it's like, even if I've forgotten someone's name, I can usually still remember where I know this person from. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where I know this person. And I'm, I'm 51. She's probably... 20 uh-huh. i'm not gonna just stare at her because then i'm this creepy old man staring yeah. at this girl and anyway i'm like no I, I she doesn't go to my church i definitely don't work with her mm-hmm. she's too old to know jacob so i don't think she's from school or did this kids have karate with her i don't think she's from marching band i'm like oh i know where i know her <laughs> she works at kroger <laughs> <laughs> You go there so you know, much, I'm you feel like, like you know the like, people there. You now. idiot. Of course you know her. You're in Kroger. She works at Kroger. How stupid is that? So I learned I learned an invaluable technique What's that? Uh, years ago. It was, um, I forget what it was. It was a show where they were talking about celebrities meeting so many people and they forget people's names. Yeah. So they just say, nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Instead of. Hey, such and such is like oh, nice to see you because yeah. that way they don't have yeah. to remember. Yeah, they don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Flannery, uh-huh. comedian, friend of ours, yep. friend of the show. Yeah, is he who I heard that from? Oh no, I I know where you're going. Yep. He over the years has signed all these autographs uh-huh. from where he hosted uh, the kids club Fox 19 TV yep. show, yep. and as a comedian, he would sign autographs and this and that, whatever. People would come up to him and say, man, I used to love your show. And he said, well, thank you. And they said, and uh, you signed an autograph for me one time. He says, I bet you, he says, I know you. I bet you I can tell you exactly what I said. And they're like, how do you do that? He wrote the same thing. Yeah, same thing on everybody's. Every time. (laughs) This has been the Kroger Story of the Week. So we've had some unusual conversations at the dinner table. Okay. At my house. Okay. (laughs) Which one do you want to hear first? (laughs) So well, yeah. I, no, so I have a story was, related was, to this too. It was out of nowhere. Yeah, we're having dinner. Everyone's, you know, it's a, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. It, you know, no one's arguing. There's not an awkward conversation or anything going on. Out of nowhere, my oldest son said, "You know, female hyenas have a penis." <laughs> it's and I said, um, no, that's good." To I know. said, "I'm pretty sure they don't." Yeah. Uh, he goes, "No, no, no, they do. They do." Yeah. And I'm like. Again, I'm going to say that I'm pretty sure that they they don't. Right. And one, why would you know this? And why are we talking about this at dinner? Exactly. And so it kept, uh, Dad, they do, trust me. So we have to get the phone to get on the Google to find out that female hyenas have, and this is a word I've never said at the dinner table. I don't think I've ever said this word on the podcast. And I've definitely not said it in front of my kids. The female hyena has an elongated clitoris that resembles... A penis. Okay. And childbirth for the female hyena is very painful and difficult, which is why a lot of hyenas die during childbirth. And I'm like, does anybody want ice cream for dessert? Some some male hyenas have a shortened (laughs) penis that resembles a clitoris. 
So, so along those lines, let me ask, not along the lines of a clitoris or a penis. Okay. My family, specifically my wife, mm-hmm. loves to bring up disgusting things that happen during the day while we're eating. So we'll be sitting down, we'll right. be eating the thing. It's like, oh, you should have seen Dakota's vomit this morning. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. So I've learned uh-huh. to like stop her before it comes out because right. I can tell when it's coming. Right. And and Andrew, you will, will be sitting there and it's all of a sudden, oh, you should have. No, hold on. Wait. <laughs> Is it vomit or poop or urine uh-huh. or something right. coming from? Was there a dead bird? Uh-huh. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. Let's wait until this meal is over. Right. And then we'll talk about whatever came from uh, orifice from our dog. Well, Libby's a nurse, so y- you can talk about anything you want. Constipation, yeah. diarrhea, had hemorrhaging from the brain. Yeah. Has your clitoris exploded? You know, she will yeah, yeah uh, okay. Just yeah. talk. It doesn't okay. nothing nothing phases her, especially yeah. from her years of working in the in the ER, as they mm-hmm. say in, in the South. So. In, or in the ER. In the ER, as it were. <laughs> uh, another thing, a uh, comment that came up. I can't remember I I may have zoned out, I don't know, but I heard somebody at the dinner table say he farted wet enough and it made my hiccups stop. <laughs> Wet enough. For he farted wet enough, and it made my hiccups stop. So, and I just, I just stopped yeah. right there. And I was like, I don't want to know what you're talking about, yeah. but I'm going to write this down. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't need I to mean, know the, the story. The engineer in me wants to know about the wetness scale uh, of the wetness farts. Scale, yeah. You know, where you know, how far do you go up? And and at what point does it cure other ailments and other people? I don't know if it was the sound, the smell, or the combination mm-hmm. of that that, or the just the shock. The, the that, shock and that, horror that turned off the hiccups. Yeah, I saw. I don't understand that. This reminded me of a story that happened at the dinner table years ago. Okay, uh, Libby had made this delicious chicken meal, okay. and um, there was barbecue sauce on the table. And I asked Jacob. I said, "Do you want barbecue sauce?" And he says, "No, I don't like barbecue sauce." Okay, I'm like, "What are you nuts? What are you a psychopath? What are you crazy?" <laughs> he goes, "No, I don't want it." And then Cameron didn't want any barbecue sauce. Yeah, and I said. You guys realize that people fought and died for the right for us to have this barbecue exactly. sauce on our table? And they're yeah. like, no, we, no, they didn't. I'm like, yeah, they did. And then, of course, knowing me, I've got yeah. to carry it the full way through. And I said, go to school tomorrow and talk to your history teacher, and he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> and they're like, Dad, you're crazy. I'm like, I might be, but not where barbecue sauce is concerned. There you go. Yeah. And we ended dinner. We went to bed. And I'm at work the next morning. I thought, oh, yeah. And I emailed. Their history oh, teacher. Oh no, you did. I did. I said, um, "Crazy thing here." Um, hi, uh, Darren. I'm Jacob's dad. My son may come up to you and talk about a war involving barbecue sauce. <laughs> if it's not against your principles, could you do me a favor, dad to dad, and lie to him <laughs> and tell him about this? And he replied within a minute. He said, you mean the Great Barbecue War of 1807? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. That's awesome. They they never asked about it. But the history teacher was on board. Yeah. Completely ready to go. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Otis Elevators. Hi, I'm your buddy Dave Lay. And for the last two weeks, I've been taking the stairs. Why? Well, I'll tell you. It turns out that the hotel my wife booked for vacation didn't have an Otis elevator. What the f***? I complained to the manager, but he says there really wasn't anything he could do about it. Regardless, I'll never stay in that dump again. I am brand loyal, and the only elevator I ever step foot in is an Otis. There's nothing like the feel, the smell, and the comfort of an Otis elevator. Being inside an Otis, well, it just feels like home. Now, back to the show. I dig horseradish sauce, and I've become addicted to making brats and mets and dipping them in horseradish sauce. And part of the joy uh-huh. of that is it has the same effect on my family as their stories about feces and dead things <laughs> has on me when I'm trying to eat. Yeah. And I, I enjoy the when you when you bite into it, it it part of it tastes good, and then for a second you're gasping for air, yeah, and you get the horseradishy stuff in your nose, and mm-hmm. you think, my God, I'm going to die. This is how I leave this plane of existence, yeah, choking on this hot dog, and then that goes away, and then what do you do? 
you dip and you get some more. Meanwhile, your family all around you is going, oh my God, that's disgusting. I have never been able to tolerate horseradish. Mm. I've never. Now at Arby's, they call you it horsey it, sauce. Yeah, you take but, it. Yeah. yeah, it's like this weird. You yeah. take it just a tad. Oh, oh. You <laughs> take it You take it so far that you knock your microphone out of uh-huh. this thing. I'm going to give away my. I can't believe I talked about horseradish sauce. I'm going to give away my secret sauce here. Okay. Uh, when I make. Especially when I make turkey burgers. Uh-huh. I don't know why this tastes really good on turkey burgers. But if you grill a burger or a turkey burger, what you do is you take barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. You mix in ranch dressing. Okay. And uh, honey mustard or spicy mustard. Okay. Equal parts. Okay. Okay. Holy crap. Mm, I don't know. That's, that's, that's uh... so good. It'll, you'll smack your mother. My boys... <laughs> Absolutely love it. And whenever I make burgers, Dad, are you making your secret sauce? Yes, I am. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Whoppers All Beef Footlong Hot Dogs. Hey there, it's Dave, and it's never too early to get started on your holiday shopping. And there's no better gift than Whoppers All Beef Footlong Hot Dogs. That's right. Give that special someone in your life the gift of All Beef Footlong Hot Dogs. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order a package or two wherever quality meat products are sold. What? Your local grocery doesn't sell Whoppers? No problem. Whoppers delivers. Just go online and place your order today. Merry Christmas from all of us at Irritable Dad Syndrome and the fine folks at Whoppers All Beef Footlong Hot Dogs. We don't talk politics. No. We are are a non-political show. That's true. Having said that, mm-hmm. okay, the recent years have been filled with political strife, some would say. Really? Uh, cats and dogs living together, just pandemonium. Right. Okay. Right. And I came across something that has uh, that I want to share with the world okay. to help with that. Okay. Go to YouTube for our <laughs> listeners uh-huh. and look up Dick Cavett <laughs> and watch old Dick Cavett shows. Okay. I, I recommend if you do this, uh-huh. uh, let's say it's 11, 30, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, right. and you're having trouble sleeping. <laughs> Watch this. Well, for there's a he, he works in a couple levels. One is he's a savage. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was a kid mm-hmm. and he would be on the background, yeah. I was like, just this wimpy little guy. He has an influence like this. And he doesn't say like, mm-hmm. very much. Well, he's Midwestern. Right. Yeah, kind of like Johnny Carson. But I'm older now. Right. And I kind of get what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's He is insulting the snot out of these people, mm-hmm. like hardcore, yeah. on his show, to their faces. Mm-hmm. And in they just, it, it's amazing. So yeah. that's, that, that works on that level. But the, the political thing. Okay. So I watched a couple of different clips. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the, where I came to the political thing is there was one clip with which had Hugh Hefner mm-hmm. on one side, the the owner operator of Playboy magazine, yes, and feminists okay. on the other. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching this. There, those are people who did not care for Playboy magazine. Yeah, and they yeah. openly said, I don't know why I'm explaining this. They, to they openly pointed out that uh, Hugh Hefner was. They didn't call him the devil. Uh-huh. I think they said that he was the personification of all that was evil in their minds. Okay. And, and of course, Dick, Dick Cavett is sitting there going, "Oh, okay." Well, uh, <laughs> uh, Hugh, what do you think? Of, and Hugh Hefner, <laughs> it's like the worst Dick. Cavett I know. Impression I'm, ever. I'm, <laughs> I'm not good with impressions. He starts <laughs> like when it comes over to him, the first thing he does is puts a pipe in his mouth and lights it up. So yeah. as at our age, it's like you're watching that, you're going, Oh, they did used to do that mm-hmm. back in the day. Oh yeah, they smoked and, on TV all the time. And so, you know, so they're, they're talk about opposing views. You've got the Playboy guy and you've got feminists. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's I don't want to get into the politics of that, but there's some differences there. Right. And you're watching it and and I'm like, okay. One side will say something, and I'm like, I kind of see that, but that's like cartoonishly weird. Mm-hmm. And then the other side will say something, and you're like, oh, well, you're cartoonishly weird too. And it's like, it's a, it's an opportunity mm-hmm. when you when you come in. There's all tons of clips. I watched Gore Vidal go against Norman Mailer. That's a fun one. Um, there's tons of these <laughs> things where you you will identify. Maybe you will, maybe you won't, with one or other side, right? And you get to see. How ridiculous! Yeah, what you believe mm-hmm. looks like through the eyes of watching these people sitting on stage in the seventies, yeah. watching you know somebody that's for uh, one thing or the other just light up and then call somebody abroad across the thing. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> 
And then they respond, mm-hmm. you know, with, uh, well, we just, we're going to whatever, what I can't remember. It just, yeah. it's all over the place. Well, and meanwhile, Dick Cabot is sitting in there just throwing barbs left and right. Mm-hmm. It, ooh, it's a hoot. Well, you know, I was watching something on uh, Facebook and I, I stopped. It's, it's the Facebook. The Facebook, yeah. Uh-huh. And I stopped, you know what? I, I stopped making political comments it, it, about anything a long time ago. Yeah, and because um, you want to keep some of your friends, well, it's like yelling at the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the wall's not going to change anything about it because yeah. it's a wall, right? Uh, this person had commented, "I stopped watching late night talk shows years ago because now they're all political. They're so political." Okay. I'm like, D- Johnny Carson made fun of what eight <laughs> standing presidents? <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. every single person that came through there, Carson, they, they were their punching bag, yeah. you know. Well, that was and, that was part of the yeah, yeah, exactly part of what I liked about the Dick Cavett is mm-hmm. it's so far removed from yeah. what we see as pop culture yeah. that it's almost cartoonish. I mean, they're talking about Nixon mm-hmm. and different, and they're having like these different people from that era. Yeah, and I mean the way that they're dressed and the way that they're talking, I was expecting one of them to pull out a musket and start loading. It, I know, you know, or, you, or, or or you know, it's it's just it's weird and it's funny. Do you remember the Smothers Brothers? Oh, I do. I love Tom the and Dick Smothers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because when I was a kid, I remember I was going through my mom's albums. Yeah, and I found she had. I think five albums of the Smothers Brothers. Uh-huh. And I put this on, and this is one of my earliest exposures to comedy. Them, right. uh, Steve Martin, and then occasionally she would let us stay up and watch Johnny Carson. Okay, uh-huh. So I'm listening to the Smothers Brothers, and they're just funny, and Mom always liked you best, and blah, blah, blah. I didn't find out until my 30s that their TV show was extremely political. Is it that, really? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, that's go why they got, watch that's why they got canceled by CBS. Really? Yeah. I have to go back and watch them because I always th- I always viewed them. They were almost like Mister Rogers with the guitar. I know. Yeah. Right. One of the coolest things that I've ever seen happen was, I think it was 1967, maybe. Okay. Uh, don't don't check me on the year here. Chris Hughes fact check that. The, oh, the, you're not watching. He's, you're not he's not allowed to. Sorry. He's banned from the show. The Smothers Brothers were nominated for uh, best writing. Okay. Tommy Smothers. Took his name off the ballot because he was afraid, since he was just a mm-hmm. slinger, causing so much problem that they weren't going to let them have it because he was part of it. So wow. he, he took his name off the ballot. They won the Emmy Award for Best Writing that season. Wow. And then here, so all these years have gone by and he could have had an Emmy for writing for that show. Yeah. I think it was, was it 30, 35 years later? They yeah. decided to grant him an Emmy Award, and they uh, brought him up yeah. and let him have his speech. And he goes, "Oh my God, it's an actual 1967, the date and everything award for." <laughs> and so the Emmy Awards is one of those situations where they made something right. Yeah. So I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. But yeah, they cool. were they were extremely. Political. I didn't know that. See, okay, so I I think it's important for me, and I'm not, you know, obviously not going to talk about my political beliefs, but right. I've I've been one way, I've been the other. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still I talking was, politics, right? We, <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. One of the most eye-opening things I did was view was read uh, literature and view things mm-hmm. not just from the other side, but right. from the perspective of the other side. Yeah. So you can pick without naming news networks. You can watch them, and they mm-hmm. will have what they say is this side, and they say is the other side. Mm-hmm. But it's there's a little, you know, it's it's yeah. What do you you know what I mean? Yeah. But actually reading it from the other side, and you get some really good perspective. Watching the Dick Cavett show is a way to do that through a lens of hilarity. Because uh-huh. you can watch that. I could probably pick somebody opposite me politically. Mm-hmm. I know I could do this. Oh yeah, and sit together and watch them with watch these clips with them, and we would both have a hoot. It's mm-hmm. just hilarious, but it's a way to see the other side and your side yeah. cartoonishly. Yeah, and also get a bit of history. And watch this mild-mannered little dude with a big tie <laughs> just freaking wreck these people. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. This portion of Irritable Dead Syndrome is brought to you by Diff Liquid Concentrated Wallpaper Stripper. With its unique enzyme action, Diff dissolves old paste and cuts wallpaper removal time in half. No <laughs> Your time is cut in half with Diff. Hi, this is Dave Lay. You know, I've been around a long time. In my many adventures in this world, I've seen fast cars, wild bars, and women so hot they'd melt the floor under your feet. But I've never seen anything quite like the wallpaper stripping power of Diff. Oh, and did I mention that no steamer is needed? I know, it sounds too good to be true. 
but I'm serious as a pimp on payday. No steamer is needed when removing wallpaper with Diff. Look for Diff wherever quality wallpaper stripper is sold. Diff is the only one that really works. Uh, Dakota keeps sticking her head in our asses. <laughs> for, for the record, Dakota is uh, <laughs> yes, Mike's is. Mike's dog. Okay, so, also also known as Booba. Booba. Um, By the so, way, I've got a scar on my knee where she jumped on me. Yeah, I've got uh, to check that out yeah. right there. Okay, sweet. Um, cool, cool scar, Mike. So here's the thing with Booba. Uh-huh. Okay, we had a, a dog previous. Did you ever meet Molly? I sure did. I met Molly. Yeah, yeah. you met Molly. Yeah. Molly's <laughs> is in a tree out in the front yes, of her. Yes, it's in, in a plastic yard. bag hanging in your tree. So Molly got <laughs> along with other dogs. <laughs> she wasn't a people person. All right. Yeah, she, we had to keep her away from people. This podcast would not be happening if Molly were still here. Mm-hmm. Um, she mellowed out in her later years because you did meet her. But there was a good 10-year, 10, 12-year 10, run there mm-hmm. where we had to be extremely careful. We didn't want her to bite somebody. It's right. a shepherd lab mix. So what did we do? We got another shepherd lab mix. I was pretty concerned because Molly was pretty big. Mm-hmm. And we got another one. We're like, ah, we we can do what deal with big dogs. I noticed that Dakota didn't seem to grow at the same rate that Molly did. I started to suspect that she was part Chihuahua. <laughs> She's not a big dog. Okay, she's a medium-sized dog now, but there was a long time she looked like a rat dressed up as a dog. Yeah. Okay. Molly never snuggled with us that much. There, I have pictures of her where she would lay on top of Bess, but for the most part. When everybody's laying down, she would leave the room and go out in the hallway and sit just outside the door and watch us and just watch the the surroundings. She's a shepherd. So we just assumed that Booba, Dakota, would do the same thing. She's a snuggle dog. Mm -hmm. We're not used to that. It's taken us a while to get used to it. But the way that she snuggles, she will orient herself wherein either me or Bess, you know, she sleeps on top of the covers. We're under the covers. She nestles her head right there in betwixt buttocks. Uh-huh. Right there. I've been known to fart violently in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. And there's been more than a few occasions where I have woken up. Booba's head is nestled firmly within uh, betwixt my buttocks. <laughs> the only thing between us is a couple of sheets and maybe a comforter. Uh-huh. And she's right in there. Crank it out hard. Mm-hmm. Her head <laughs> pops up. <laughs> Like a gopher, you know, like napalm just hitting the what gopher the hole. What the hell was that? He looks around, scared to death. <laughs> She'll jump up, do a few circles, and lay back down. Uh-huh. Sometimes over on Bess's side, sometimes back on my side. If uh-huh. she comes back on my side, she's smart enough not to put her head back betwixt my buttocks. Uh-huh. <laughs> but she's not smart enough to not do the same thing the uh-huh. next night and the next night. And I'm like... Do you not smell what's happening? Do uh-huh. you not sense what's about to happen? Do you enjoy the vibration on your head? Mm-hmm. What is it about that area that you got to put your uh-huh. head right in there? The worst is when she flips around and I wake up on a Sunday or Saturday morning uh-huh. lazy, With her open my eyes, and there's a dog <laughs> in my right in my face with her legs like up uh-huh. to the sky. <laughs> One, it made me miss Molly slightly because uh-huh. I, I miss having uh-huh. a dog that will, okay, we've had family time. I'm going to go over here and mm-hmm. I'm going to guard you against the demons of the night. Mm-hmm. That's there's, She's like the bat dog. Uh-huh. She stays over there. She's ready to, to pounce if anything happens to us. And then I like the snuggle dog. Mm-hmm. I don't like a head in my ass. Right. Well, we used to have a beagle, mm-hmm. Conrad. And when he was younger, he would sleep in the bed with us. Yeah. And then as he got older, we would let him sleep on the floor because it hurt his legs to jump up okay. and down. So right, we yeah. were being responsible and yeah. and let him sleep on the floor. But yeah, there were a couple mornings where I'd wake up and there's this beagle nose literally half an inch away. And he's like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like ah! scared the crap out of me, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like your eyebrows raised up. Like, like the dog yeah. from Never Ending Story like, got exa- in your face. Exactly, yeah. you know. Uh, but he he never would put his uh, head in my ass. 
Yeah, I yeah. mean, maybe he didn't love me as much as Booba loves you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, one thing I did do with <laughs> Molly, and I feel really bad about this still, mm-hmm. is she was maybe two years old. She was laying on the bed. Me and Bess were in bed. She was laying. It's like the middle of the day. We're taking a nap, mm-hmm. and I made the uh, sound like <laughs> fart as loud uh, as I could. Yeah, because I used to be able to crank those out like an air raid siren. Right, and she flipped. It scared her so much. She flipped and she flipped <laughs> over the side of the bed. <laughs> And landed hard to where she yelped. I was like, oh, that's, that's if, unfortunate. If, if I, can, I was laughing myself silly. If there are new people to the podcast, <laughs> welcome. Uh, I would like to remind people that Mike <laughs> is famous for, he lives in a three-level house. Yeah. Mike is famous for being in the basement, having uh, one, what's called brewing, <laughs> going up two flights of stairs to where his wife is standing and yeah. letting well, it go. I share because I care. Yeah. <laughs> Irritable Dad Syndrome, part of this nutritious breakfast. I have a just stop for this week. I was, um, you know, sometimes I go out and things happen and I'm annoyed. And this time I was very, very upset. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm very upset is because the place where I went, Popeye's Chicken. Mm. Okay. I have always, always mm-hmm. loved Popeye's Chicken. Okay. I'm trying to think of a time where I went to Popeye's and the chicken wasn't anything short of delicious. Okay. 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 There may be a, a time where, like, it's a little overcooked or something, mm-hmm. but that may be one time out of the 155 million times I've been there. Mm-hmm. So I'm working from home. Okay. And uh, Libby and I decided we're going to get Popeye's chicken sandwiches okay. for lunch. Yeah. So I drive down to Popeye's. There's like, I don't know, 10 people in line. Yeah. And I'm thinking, it shouldn't be that long. Mm. So I get in line. Yeah. And I'm waiting, waiting. We move up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Progress. Yep. So wait, 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 wait. We move. Wait, wait, wait. We move. I'm in line maybe a half hour. Yeah. I finally make it up to the thing Mm -hmm. where I place my order. The speaker. The speaker. (laughs) Thank you. Hello. Nobody's saying hello. Anything. Hello, anybody there? Hello, you know, it's like yeah. nobody was working there, mm. mm-hmm. and all these idiots like myself are. Pull- hello, wait, nobody hello? was literally nobody was literally working in the building, <laughs> and all these stupid <laughs> like me yeah. are pulling up. It's like, well, how would you know? Yeah, right, there's a line. Put a sign in the window or something. Put a sign big as hell in front that says yeah. "We're closed." <laughs> Rope it off. I've actually had that for the first time in my life. That actually oh happened to me with Wendy's God. a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and it's like you know what? And I understand that with the pandemic, there's been a lot of restaurants that haven't made it. There's a lot yeah. of restaurants that are having trouble. Yeah. There's a lot who are. We went to Red Robin. And as we were walking in, there were all these people who were walking out because they only had one cook. They only had one server. And so they're like, we can't take any more people than we have right now. Okay, I get that. But my God, if your store is closed, put a sign up. Yeah. (laughs) Since you're closed. Exactly. I I wasted 45 minutes of my lunch break. Yeah. Yeah. We (laughs) trying to get some food. Well, you mentioned Red Robin. I mean, we went there and there was a sign that said there's going to be a long wait. And we went to P.F. Chang's. Yeah. It was like two hours before we were out of there. Like, good Lord. I'm not trying to be insensitive to their problem of finding people to work. I get that. There's a lot of restaurants that are doing that. Yeah. That are having that same situation. Put a sign up that says you're closed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll take it a step further. I realize that there's a pandemic. Right. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Right. But I want Popeye's chicken. Right. So well, I'll tell you what. Fry me up some chicken. Remember when all the restaurants were closed? Yeah. Pappy needs nuggets. Exactly. Yeah. Popeye's was one of the restaurants that was thriving. I mean, it's like okay. every time I went there, they couldn't get the chicken out the window fast enough. Yeah. You know, because. They they always have a problem with their something when I go there. Yeah. There's always a, I need X chicken tenders. We don't have X chicken tenders. We have Y chicken tenders. Oh, I hate I the don't, Y chicken tenders. I don't want tenders. the Y. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you sure you don't have any X? Oh, wait, did you say <laughs> X? Yeah, we got the X. We don't have the Y. Yeah. Well, then give me the X. Right. Come around. Honey, we don't have the X. Oh, Jesus. Just put something <laughs> in the bag. As long as they those little biscuits that they put... Crack cocaine? Yeah. Yeah, the crack cocaine biscuits? Yeah. Yeah. They dip them in like... Um, Extra honey? Or whale, not honey, but... Yeah, like whale 
brains or something. Or whale like brains. Super, super honey. It's not whale yeah. brains. It's, no, it's butter. Butter. <laughs> it's, yeah. You can get honey, though. Yeah. You can get a pack of honey that they'll put on. See, when we're home, mm-hmm. we have access to biscuits. Mm-hmm. We have access to honey. Right. It's rare that I think to do that. I do do that mm-hmm. occasionally. Yeah. But if we go to the KFC, formerly known as Kentucky Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. or to the Popeyes, mm-hmm. you give me a biscuit, you better have some honey packets coming. Stat. So I've told you about the person who's moved into my office with me, my office mate. Yeah, and I still, she to me in my head is ain't B. You know what? She she's she's like twenty seven years. old. I don't old. care. Andy. Yeah, in my mind, it's OP. <laughs> she's got a bun in her hair, and she's knitting. She wears when the you walk same in. gray dress every day. Yeah. No, this she's in her early twenties or mid twenties. I don't okay. know. She's yeah. young. She I'm over half her age. Okay. And uh, she taught me something. The other day. How to knit? No. Okay. No. <laughs> How to whittle a, a salt shaker? She told me <laughs> that there are multiple levels of thick. <laughs> because I'm reading a text message uh-huh. from the, our thread that we have with me, you. And I started laughing when Jim said that somebody was thick. And I said, and I said thick is what I think it is, right? Yeah. And uh, my office mate says, yes, yes. And when you describe a girl as thick, you don't say she's thick. You say she thick. Okay. <laughs> and then she said, there's multiple levels of thick. Okay. There's thick, T-H-I-C. Yeah. And then there's T-H-I-C-C. Yeah. So the and then there's, if you're really thick, you're T-H-I-C-C-C. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. You would think it would be a lot of I's instead of the C's. You'd be like, thick. <laughs> instead of thick. But I said, and I didn't want to sound insensitive. Of course I, not. I re- You're talking about an important topic, like thick. Yeah, I didn't want to sound insensitive. Yeah. But I was rattling off names of uh, certain uh, celebrities or whatever, and she was telling me who was thick, who was thick with two Cs, and who was thick with three Cs. Okay, I think the, the podcast audience is demanding examples. What's a 1C, a 2C, and a 3C? So we've decided not to do this thick example yeah. <laughs> on our podcast. Because there's no way. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> we'll, it would just be one long beat. We'll, we'll get in more trouble than Vintage Man. <laughs> Which, by the way, we got uh, a review. Uh, Stephen Hubbard uh-huh. sent me a message that said, Dear Irritable Dad Syndrome, I spread it out a bit, but I've listened to the best of Irritable Dad Syndrome. Uh, Episode 52. Year one, uh, in our defense, we thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, He said it was fun and funny stuff. Vintage Man made me uncomfortable. (laughs) So, Stephen, thank you for your message. Yeah. Vintage Man makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. I wish it had never happened. I think it's a terrible thing. I know. It was an awful thing, and we, you know, it's just, it was a crime against humanity. As soon as we recorded it, Mm -hmm. we had a podcast meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. About whether or not we yes. should even bring everyone that here the show. at Irritable Dad Syndrome Incorporated, and then we got our lawyers involved. Yes, Andrew Jackson. Yeah, please. and and they, I think we had Dave record. A, a, you know, we don't want a disclaimer. We, we don't want someone to happen upon that. We had a CYA clause. Yeah. put on there, and then we were like, well, it's in our early episodes. Mm-hmm. No one's ever going to hear Who's it. Who's going to listen? We'll be fine. So it's then, only going to air once. Yeah, it's until only we put once. it, and then we on. put it. Not only did we put it in our best of, <laughs> but, but we we time coded it so you could just <laughs> click and go directly to oh, it. And we're mentioning it again. Yeah, yeah. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Zipper Lube. Are you tired of wasting hours of your precious time futzing around trying to open and close sticky zippers? Well, have a seat, Tony. I have a product for you. Just rub some zipper lube across that annoying zipper and your problems will magically disappear. Easy up, easy down, easy all around. Zipper lube, available wherever quality zipper-related products are sold. Now back to you, Mike and Derek. Uh, Speaking of clips Uh and best clips, a little project that I'm working on is grabbing um, sections, pieces of the show, to put on different types of media like YouTube and, and do things like oh, that. Oh, on okay. the YouTubes. Okay. On the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. So a lazy thing that that one could do mm-hmm. is just take the whole damn episode, right? put it and throw it up on there. I think it would be interesting to get like segments. So we, we 
came up with a number of segments that we enjoyed. Yeah. I would like our listeners, I don't care if it's a new listener, an uh, old-time listener, right. Chris Hughes, yeah. any, of the, any of them people, <laughs> if you could, if you, if, you, if there's a particular segment that sticks out to you that yeah, you really thought that was you cool. you really enjoyed. Um, and you're willing to do this, tell me the episode number mm-hmm. and where in the episode it starts well i think if we once we know the episode we can find it. yeah but i don't it's too much work I don't okay do that. you know tell me it like starts they're at not like gonna they're not gonna six. know where it this was is just and when a, it was. i'm just asking My, people to help wh- the wh- show why you want them to go you and do all what? this research we do all they're not this gonna want to do that bringing all this stuff why you, and now ah. you're subjecting them to the ray thing again again yeah i know it's the only thing I got. I would just if they it's all if, I got. if they happen to be giggling uh-huh. and they look at where the time is, uh-huh. let me know. Send it to uh, you can go to Irritable Dad Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Our email address is on there. Yeah, um, that's us, probably the best way to do let it. Let us know something, or that let really us like. or join our Facebook group and, and make a comment there. Yeah, and we'll find it. Yeah. So. Yeah. By the way, I'm very I'm not very upset with you, but it happened again today. What did I do? One of my kids uh-huh. screwing around at the house. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing that? And they said, in my defense, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I'm like, they don't do anything yeah. that I <laughs> asked them to do. But you start spewing that. And yeah. they're like, in my defense, I thought it was funny. I think ah, it's the perfect, Mike does it, and I, I'm going to do I it. I think it's the perfect defense. Jim Timmerman's a fan of the show. Okay. And I think we're going to do this next week. Okay. <laughs> okay. He suggested I, what I believe is a great idea for the yeah. podcast. He yeah. sent me a link, and it's the Are You a Psychopath test. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to take the test. Okay. And Mike is going to take the test. Okay. And you're going to send me this link. Yes. So I can do, okay. Yes. And then we're going to see which one of us scores highest okay. on the psychopath test. Yeah. I and wonder how much info you get from it. Does it show <laughs> what, you, what you answered on the questions I, at the end? I oh. didn't even, I haven't even yeah. clicked on the link yet, yeah. but I was so excited about it. So we're going to do this. Are you going to answer it honestly? 100% yeah, honestly? Sure, I'll okay. answer it honestly. All right. And so we want to know uh, what you guys think. Am I the psychopath? Is Mike more of a psychopath? Oh, yeah. We might tie. We might tie. We might. We should make this a poll on Patreon. Yeah, exactly. And if you guess correctly which mm-hmm. one of us is a psychopath, you will win an autographed copy of UHF by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> the same one. Because nobody, nobody nobody, wanted it. Nobody tried to win it. I'm like, maybe it's one of those things where like, ah, so many people are going to be writing in. I don't have a chance. Yeah. And, and, so <laughs> so I have a prediction. <laughs> What's I that? have a prediction. I, I think we're both psychopaths. Uh-huh. I think the difference between us is mm-hmm. that I know I'm a psychopath. Right. And I think you secretly don't think you're a psychopath. Which makes me more of a psychopath. Y- yeah. Right. So I'm curious as to where we rate. Mm-hmm. And even though I say... I know I'm a psychopath. Deep right. down, I'm like, I'm not really a psychopath. Because right. you would have no insight mm-hmm. if you were really a psychopath. And that makes me even Oh, you're definitely a psychopath. of a psychopath. No, I've talked to you. I'm just wondering which one of my personalities is going to end up showing I, up. I mean, it's like I think about the conversations we have while the microphones are on. Yeah. And then I think about the conversations we've had when these bad boys were turned off. You're a psychopath. <laughs> I've been in a car with you for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been with you drunk at the Metallica concert. I'm crazy. Yeah. 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 But it's it's a it's a fun it's crazy. A, it is a fun it's crazy. It's like bring your psycho friend to the party. I don't know about you, but I'm about to go out to the lobby and get myself a treat. Now back to our program. I was teaching my son to parallel park. Okay. And it reminded me of this story. And I don't know how many pranks you've pulled in your life, if you were a, ever a big prankster, yeah. if you were into that type of yeah. thing. Many years ago, when I lived in Tennessee, I lived okay. home with my mom. Okay. I was in high school. Yeah. I went out with my buddy Jeff. Big nerd living yeah. at home with your mom in high school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I went out with my buddy Jeff. We were going to the movies. Yep. She was going to dinner with a friend of hers. The movie theater was right across the street from the restaurant. Okay. We were driving by, and I saw mom's car there, and I said, pull in real quick. She had parallel parked on one side of the street. Okay. And I'm thinking, let's let's leave a note on on mom's car. Like, we're going to tow it or something. And then I realized the spot right across the street where there was another parallel parking spot uh-huh. was empty. Okay. And I thought, ooh, this will be fun. I moved mom's car. <laughs> I put the keys in there. Yeah. Parallel parked it like a boss. Yeah. And I parallel parked it on the other side of the street. Okay. This will cause confusion. 
Uh-huh. And it'll be uh, one of those, what was that? You know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So we went to the movies. We stayed out late. And uh, when I got home, she was in bed. I got up that morning, and my mom was walking around the kitchen like some 100-year-old person who didn't know if she was home from the war or not, whatever. <laughs> she's just walking around staring aimlessly. You caused she's, an existential crisis. <laughs> I did. She's like got her hands up. She's like, I was, I was on that side of the... I was, I was walking, and then I was like, "Mom, are you okay?" <laughs> and she's, you know, at uh, we went to that restaurant, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And she goes, and then there's a sidewalk, and you can park on. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And, and she's going through this whole thing about why yeah. she, why she parked on this side because yeah. it had rained, and she didn't want to get out and step in, okay. get her shoes yeah. wet, and she parked on that side. And when she came out, it was the craziest thing. I'm like, "What? What happened, Mom? What?" My car was on the other side. I'm like, no, it wasn't. She goes, it was. And she thought, you monster. She was like looking. She looked under the car to see if there was a bomb. And she, she, she says, the only thing that made her realize that maybe she's losing her mind was that the car was locked. Okay. And Here's so the thing. If, if, if the car had been unlocked, then she would have not driven home. Here's what you did to this woman. I, I caused early. You. <laughs> okay. I would have. She was up. At three or four in the morning, <laughs> yeah. pacing around, uh-huh. and her mind was split in the two things that she was dealing with. Mm-hmm. One is, I know I didn't park it on the other side. And the other mm-hmm. thing was, I've got to tell Darren, but if I tell him, he's going to have me committed. Yeah, I, I caused she, you, a better call Saul moment. And you broke her down to the point, <laughs> by the time your lazy ass woke up, she was a broken woman. And she had decided, my God. I need help, yeah. and I I'm gonna put myself in, put my fate in his hands, mm-hmm. and just he he'll decide what's best for me. Yeah. And brought that story to you. And what did you do? You <laughs> twisted it even further. I let it go on. <laughs> I let her go on for maybe five minutes before I said, "Mom, I moved your car." And she's like, "Oh, thank God!" And she's like, "I thought I was losing my mind," and, <laughs> and she was cool with it. Now, yeah. now let me back up here. This okay. is the woman who. I was upstairs. I don't know what I was doing. I was up in my room doing my homework or whatever. And she starts screaming, holy hell, Darren, get down here quick. I come down. Her hand is covered in in red. It's just covered in blood. Her hand's shaking. She's like, I really need you to get me a Band-Aid as soon as you can, please. I'm thinking, Band-Aid? We got to get stitches? And I'm calling the... And she goes, I'm kidding. Oh. It's it's frosting. I made made cupcakes. Oh, good Lord. That woman deserved it then. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. This this vaguely reminds me. It vaguely reminds me of a story. Did I you may, ever pull, did you ever pull pranks? Well, I'm going to tell you one. Okay, and I may have told this on the podcast before, but I enjoyed nobody it. heard it. The last I enjoyed time. nobody heard it. Okay, and I enjoyed it so much. I want to tell it. Okay. Again. So Bess and I had this thing. We lived in an apartment in Troy. We had this thing where we would yell, "Bus is leaving in five minutes." If we're going to leave at nine o'clock, it'd be like eight fifty-five. Bus is leaving in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was always a. We'd always take it a, a step or two further. It was like, ah, I'm walking out the door when the other person obviously wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Slamming the door, turning on the car. One time, she we were going to take some movies back. This is back in them olden days when you would like take a physical movie from a place and then what? take it back to the place. No way. Uh, uh, Shut up. Uh, it's a German, the Blockbuster. Blockbuster uh, video. Company. Yeah. video. So we were just going to take the movies back and come back. Mm-hmm. All right. The Blockbuster was like five minutes away Mm -hmm. from our apartment. So it's a good 10-minute journey or whatever. She wanted to come with me. She was bored. I'm like, bus is leaving in five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving you in five minutes to go take these movies back. Uh, Do the whole thing. Go out there. Start the car. It hits the you know the five minute point, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm being funny. I'm like I pull out of the parking space, uh-huh. right in front of the door to our apartment. Like she's gonna come out, she's gonna see me sitting here, uh-huh. and then like, well, I'm just gonna edge down the the row here a little bit. I get maybe ten or fifteen feet away from the apartment. She's still not coming out. I get down to the road, and I just go on the road, uh huh, and I just start driving the blockbuster, uh huh. And in my head, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I've already gone this far. Yeah. And it's only five minutes away. Uh-huh. I'll be back. I may be back before she even knows that I left. Right. Or I may be coming back right as she's getting pissed. Mm-hmm. And that'll be funny. Right. Um, so <laughs> it turns out 
that blockbuster was actually about 10 to 15 minutes away. Because <laughs> you have no concept, have no concept. of time I think we've or dis- space. I think we've discussed yeah. this before. <laughs> I came back probably about a half hour, <laughs> 40 minutes later. Uh-huh. And uh, she was... Um, <laughs> she was not happy. And I was doing my best. I walked in... Did you say... In my defense, no, no, no. I thought it was funny. No, I wasn't that smart yet. I was a little terrified to open the door because uh-huh. it didn't. This is how dumb I was back mm-hmm. then. It didn't dawn on me to how bad this was going to be until I was pulling back in. I'm like, oh, I need. I'm going to see this woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk in there, yeah. and it's a was small this before you had a cell phone? Yeah, no, no, he had a cell phone. Uh-huh. Um, and you didn't think to call her. Well, no. I did. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember having a plan if mm-hmm. she called me. Which was to say, hey, you know what? I said the bus was leaving in five minutes, right. and I meant it. She never called, which uh-huh. is probably a sign that yeah. I probably should have gone and found a hotel and then come back the next morning. You know, that was an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. So I walk, was it really? Yeah, AIS, ass in seat. <laughs> I walk into the apartment, and it's, it's, you're like your wife been so mad at you that it's like they're not mad. Anymore, no, you know what I mean? No, like Libby, it goes, Libby never gets mad at me. Like it goes ever. so far. She's never raised her voice. There's, there's a point where you're going to walk never in. Never had an gonna, ill thought about me once. You walk in, there's going to be a sarcastic remark. You walk Smooth. in, there's going to be yelling. Uh-huh. You walk in, you yeah. know, the next stage, there's going to be a butcher knife involved. <laughs> and then it goes back to the calm, which mm-hmm. is exceptionally unsettling. Yeah. Because they've made their mind up about something uh-huh. at that point. That's where she was. Yeah. You actually prefer the yelling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, the only thing I could think to say was I took the movies back. And I get the, why did you do that? And I I didn't say, uh-huh. in my defense, I thought it was funny. Uh-huh. I do remember saying, I, I mean, it was kind of funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I don't remember much after that moment. I do remember two things. One is that I've never done anything like that again. Right. And the second thing is that every time I bring it up mm-hmm. is, hey, that was pretty funny. It's it's like it that whole thing comes back of like, uh-huh. no, no, it wasn't. That, that wasn't <laughs> funny at all. It so. reminds me of one other prank that I pulled. My buddy Don and I were leaving. Uh, we worked together at WJHL. Mm-hmm. We're leaving uh, after work. We were going to go over to his apartment to yeah. grab something. Then we we're going to go out for the night. On our way to his place, we pass a, a very small beauty salon. Okay. It's like a mom and pop beauty salon. Yeah. Uh, probably a four seater. Anyway, there's a big sign in their front that said perm special. And I'm like, stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> I had a magic marker. Yeah. Or he had, why we had a magic marker, I don't know. I wrote a big S in front. <laughs> Which made it a sperm special. Yeah, okay, yeah. They had this sperm special for about a week <laughs> before they noticed and took down the did, sign. Did you try to make the letter S look like the rest of the letters, or was it just a balls out? No, nope, it was it. a balls out <laughs> sperm special. <laughs> and I just, I kind of wanted to go in and ask if anybody. You know, asked for the special. <laughs> like a lot of guys are going in that week and disappointed. <laughs> so I haven't done stand-up comedy in a long time. Okay. But one of the uh, bits that I used to do, uh-huh. and you were there when I did the show at the American Sign Museum. I was. One of the bits I used to do in my act was, you know you have a drinking problem uh-huh. if you ever wake up in a laundry basket, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like, you. W- and then I would always elaborate. It's like, you know, you, you wake up, you're naked, yeah. you're in a sombrero, you're yeah. at the bottom of the steps, one foot's in the drywall, the other foot's out. It's like, how did I get here? Yeah. Where are my clothes? Yeah. Whose apartment am I in? You have a drinking problem, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, sure, it's fun to slide down one. But yeah. so I was going through that. Anyway, that was one of the things that I did that night at the American Sign Museum. What I haven't told a lot of people okay. was when we got home. You did. You tried it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Libby and I got home. It was a good show. Okay. It was okay. my premiere. It was a good it, show. That was the first time I ever got paid to do comedy. Uh-huh. My name was on the, yeah. the poster. Yep. And it was a sold out show. Uh-huh. And a lot of friends came and got to see it. A lot of people I didn't know came. Yeah. And I got good reviews. and blah, blah, blah. So I'm on a, I'm on a high uh-huh. of this show, right? Yep. And we're getting ready to go to bed. And we should probably go check on the kids. Mm-hmm. 
because Jacob was watching camera that night. We go up. They're sleeping in the same room. Jacob is on Cameron's bed. Cameron is sleeping in a laundry basket. <laughs> Cameron's never heard this bit of mine. And we're yeah. laughing our asses off. Yeah. And we woke him up and put him into bed because he's going to wake up with a horrible, oh. horrible headache, yeah, neck yeah, pain, yeah. whole yeah. body hurts, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I asked him in the morning, I'm like, why were you sleeping in a laundry basket? He's like, well, Jacob was on my bed. Like, it's logical. <laughs> That's, of course. Well, well there's the floor. Yeah. There's Jacob's bed. Yeah. You could have laid on your bed next to Jacob. Uh-huh. You guys aren't that big. Yeah. Could have slept on the couch. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's like a hundred other options. It's a lot of level. There's a lot of choices before you get to laundry basket. <laughs> and again, and I'll turn into Ray. Why, why are you sleeping in a laundry basket? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this has been a fun episode. It has. Yeah, we want you to uh, uh, we want you to come back. If you enjoy the show, let us know. Send us a review. Uh, drop us a line on Facebook or uh, Instagram or the Twitter or or what have you. Let us know what you think, and please subscribe to the show. Make if, sure to follow us on Facebook. Yeah, that's probably the best. Follow it's us the, on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're always posting. You know when we're going. You know we're doing the show when yep. it's when it drops. Yep. All that kind of stuff is yep. on there. Yeah. Uh, and then going to the website, we randomly put things up like the gallery. Mm-hmm. I've been putting up show transcripts. Mm-hmm. I think they're funnier than the show. Well, here's the thing about the show transcript. Yeah. Okay. Over and over and over and over again, I've talked about how people can't spell my name. Yeah. We get the show transcribed. Yeah. My name is misspelled on the show transcription. Oh, mine is too sometimes. I mean, <laughs> how do you misspell Mike? I'll see some signal words like I know what we were talking about. Uh huh. It doesn't separate us by speaker. So you'll right. see whenever one of us is talking, usually the other one's over there going, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So you, oh, there you, are so many times we're going, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, right, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. And <laughs> so when you're reading this, it's like reading the like, inner workings of the of a psycho, like a psychopath, <laughs> like Rain Man. You, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I know when yeah. I when I try to transcribe this episode, it's going to be like. Oh, I was telling a joke, yeah, about the going down the yeah stairs uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. And thing, it's just it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's fun. Yeah, I I I, I know that there's a, a something in there for the listeners to do some kind of contest and yeah. like pick the weirdest segment <laughs> out of there. But there's some strange ones in there. I think Raiders of the Lost Ark was in one of them, and we weren't even talking about that. I mean, it just picks <laughs> it picks things that sound like what you're saying. Yeah. One of these days, one of mm-hmm. us is going to either run for office or uh-huh. one of our kids is going to run for and office. And they're going to be doomed. And they're going to come back and pull something from a transcript where I said something like, God knows what. Well, they're going to find Vintage Man. Vintage Man has totally screwed my political career. Yeah, you're done. Moving forward. You're done. Yeah. We keep forgetting to tell people at the end of October, we're going to be in Cleveland. Yeah. We're going to the Gojira concert on the yeah. 29th. We're going to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. On the 30th. Yep. If you're in the Cleveland area, come by and see us. We will sign autographs. We'll take pictures. We'll be happy, pleasant people. Yeah. Uh, we'll put on the act while you're around us. And then we'll talk about you when you exactly. leave. Exactly. Then we'll fun. mention you. It'll be fodder for the podcast. As as some say, it will, it'll be a hoot. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. If you've enjoyed this episode, then I know you'll enjoy our other episodes. And guess what? They're all available to listen to right now from our website, irritabledadsyndrome.com. We'll see you next week. Come on, write me up for 125, post my face, wanted dead or alive, take my license, all that jive. I can't drive 55. I can't drive 55! It's right after Eyewitness News 11 at 11.